0: I like to come in at 7 and leave it at 4. You have a problem with that? No, I don't. If you want to come in at 10 and leave at 2, I have a problem. Yeah. But if you want to come in at 9 30, <laughs> leave at 6 30. Yeah, I know. I was thinking
1: about starting, you know, maybe to come in at 11, leave at 1, somewhere around there. 11.30, 30. You know,
0: have lunch, leave.
1: Yeah. I like that schedule. It's yeah. a good schedule. It's going to work yeah. out well for me. That's fine. Welcome to the One Step Better podcast, designed for business owners and leadership teams who love tackling the challenges of growing their business head on. Each week, we discuss the problems, triumphs, and day-to-day experiences we are facing as business leaders. Let's jump right in. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the One Step Better podcast. I am Mike Schaefer, and with me today is our great friend, Matthew Patrick. Matt, welcome.
0: What's up, man?
1: How are you doing? Doing well. Doing well. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for joining me. Glad to be here, as always. It has been a fun season. got a lot of stuff rolling. I got a lot of stuff going on. But today we're going to talk about a good topic that I think a lot of people have over the past couple years learned about. They've read a bunch of stuff. Books have been written. uh, And there's a lot of people that are kind of struggling with the idea of what do I do now with my hybrid employees? How can I uh, how can I adjust things? How do I make sure that they're being uh, you know, fed from a, a workplace you know, standpoint? Do they have everything they need? And so I thought it would be a good idea to talk about how we handle hybrid employees. Uh, we've kind of gone through the iterations of all remote, no remote, some remote. Uh, And a lot of people are landing on, similar to us, having that idea of hybrid employees. So we're going to talk a little bit about um, how we can create good cultures with having hybrid employees. But before we do that, we have to start with something a little bit more enjoyable uh, for our listeners. So the question of the day is... If you could pick your neighbor, but that neighbor had to be a fictional character of some kind, for you, I'll even say maybe a historical character because... Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm a little more difficult. you more... I'm not, yeah, I, gotta, I'm not, I don't read very much, I so I wouldn't... cater know. to the superstars fiction here. Fiction
0: means not true, right? That fiction
1: is not true, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> fiction is not true. Historical mm-hmm. means in the past. Uh, okay, got it. So uh, the future character... It doesn't have to be historical that's fiction. non-fiction.
0: Got it. Yeah. 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 Perfect.
1: Yep. So not a real person. Okay. You get to pick your neighbor. Who would it be? <sighs>
0: Uh, that's a good question. I, I, I would like like to think someone like, you know, one of our founding fathers would be interesting. So, Hamilton or Jefferson, somebody or Washington, somebody who was involved really heavily with the development of the country. Or I would go even farther back to someone like Martin Luther who was really instrumental in the trans- the Reformation and stuff. I think it would be interesting to see. And
1: so would that be with the intent of you're just going to go next door? and Hanging out, man. I think they're smart people,
0: man. I, I, they may rub off on me some.
1: Wow. Your well, answer Steve, was...
0: Steve Jobs may be fun. Somebody, I don't know. Somebody would be kind of interesting. I'd also like Babe Ruth. I mean, there's all kinds of... Oh, if there might be sports personality, <laughs> I could do Ty Cobb. He was a fun personality. I could do all kinds of fun stuff like
1: that. I would, I'm a lot more selfish with what I came up with. Yours is like more... Like that's a probably a better answer. <laughs> I was thinking somebody like Bobby Flay. Oh yeah, you know, often really Rob, good meals, really good, some really good food. chef. I'm gonna go next uh, door Emma and remind me that one. Bobby Flay, like all these guys. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm thinking how can I get something you know I, I, edible out of this? My mind really went
0: off into the gutter right away. I was like, ooh, if I wasn't married, it's a whole different nope, conversation. But nope. I didn't say it out loud, so it's. fine. <laughs> Mandy
1: may be listening. We can't talk she about that. She does this podcast. We know better than that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would I would go with somebody like Bobby Flay would be good. Yeah. I like I like him. He's he can He's do. He's not fictional. But he made it, oh yes. crap! You're right. Uh, I just I'm going to change the question then. <laughs> it's historical. <laughs> so you can just
0: pick your yeah. Pick your Bobby neighbor. Flay from yesterday. He's not even historical. He's yeah. like actually he's yeah. he's now and not fictional. I want to go with
1: the 2018 <laughs> yeah. version. Of, yeah. Yeah. you
0: know, he was still married and stuff. I I
1: mean I yeah. assume so. Yeah. I don't know much about him, other than he cooks good food. He does cook great food. His a lot restaurant's of money. hard
0: to get. The one in Atlanta Airport. It's tough to get around in, but it's not fast i've They're been not, to i think he has hurry. one
1: in vegas that i went to i think it's a mexican place
0: yeah it has got a burger joint bobby's burgers or something on the atlanta airport it takes forever
1: yeah well that's the atlanta airport
0: yeah it's not really bobby's fault that their restaurants slow <laughs> that's probably true
1: probably true all right so pandemic happens everybody is used to working in person everybody's around each other and things are going well and you know we started to see the beginning even pre-pandemic of People starting to have somewhat more flexibility in their work schedule, not just the time of day, but really the place of where they're going to work. That was, you know, COVID hits, that's fuel to the fire. Talk to me a little bit about kind of the evolution that you went through as a business owner and how you got to the point where we are today.
0: I I think back a little bit farther back. So when I worked in big firm, it was only to work in the office with a computer Uh, At my desk, very low flexibility of when I worked, how I worked. We had, you know, I remember back in the very beginning, I had Saturday required hours from 8 to 5. If you wanted to work nights, it was in the office. Um, You had deadlines still driven. It was the expectation. You just worked to whatever time that was, and everybody was there. Um, that, That doesn't need to exist anymore. So we started with that mentality way before pandemic, which was the flexibility of working where I need to work, when I need to work, i'm a big fan of um the downside to that is if it's not intentional we run into a problem with nobody is where they're supposed to be or burden on the office administration is on a handful of people who do happen to work in the office all the time so we have administrative staff if everybody else is working from home little things like printing checks or sure couriers are showing up or FedEx. That stuff becomes a hassle or it's very burdensome on just a few people and it's not fair to everybody on the team. I love the flexibility of working when and where I want to. I still want to have, I mean, the old person in me says, I still ideally have every person sitting in an office every day working right next to me and they're working exactly like I am, exactly where I'm at. <laughs> but that's not reality, and that's not shouldn't be my expectation, it isn't my expectation.
1: So when you were first starting to think about offering work from home or work from, you know, having even full-time permanent remote people, what were some of the concerns that you were thinking through as from a from a leadership standpoint about the organization?
0: Um honestly, it's the water cooler talk. People hanging out and talking about the day, getting, creating a team, um, creating friendships, you know, that part to me was super important. And then secondly, it's just like that eavesdrop factor, the, the factor of I'm going to walk by somebody's office or somebody else is going to walk by or hear somebody on a phone with a client or with another peer and, oh, wait, that's not exactly how we want that done or, hey, that's a really good idea. I should implement that with somebody else. I didn't think about that. That part, I think, with remote employees or hybrid employees, people not in the same physical space, is a challenge you have to kind of overcome and so that part's really important it's like anything else though we you know we always talk about the idea of communication silos one team's not talking to the other team one person left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing you have a you have to play telephone more you know just the whole idea that the message may get watered down before it gets to the right person um, that was some of the stuff that really concerned me when we decided to go to the idea of remote that's the downside obviously sure there's a lot of upsides though I think
1: with, with having the physical distancing in your employees where they're not, you know, I don't have my people right out in the desk next to me or in you know, the room next to me, whatever it may be. It sounds like you, you've missed out on some of those informal communications, whether it's just simply I overheard something or we, hey, I could just scream down the hall, hey, yep. what's going on? Or yep. can you help me with this or whatever it may be? How have you had to overcome that in the trying to still create a team of highly performing, highly effective people that are all working towards the same goal. We have to goal. be
0: really intentional about how we communicate. I mean, it, it starts with communication to me. You know, I, I find the formal events of meetings is easy to systematize and to, I feel like we're quite, we cannot lose that pretty quickly. Um, you can set up recurring meetings with Zoom and you're all in the same room and that stuff becomes the easy structure. It's the informal stuff that becomes a lot harder. And so it is making sure you're celebrating together as a team. It is making sure you are overly communicating things, um, being intentional that you're going to over communicate. We luckily have you know we have a couple you know a couple tools in house, but you know Slack being one of the big ones is, hey, if you have a quick message, message we can see it. If you have a group message, we can see it. So don't be afraid to overshare. It's really easy to get in your hole and do your work, which is great. You're not all the the part of learning is so much just not your own island. You're you're together with everybody else in that learning, and so ideas can come from anywhere, but also positive and negative. Um, And so it's just important to be really super super intentional when you're trying to think through the how you can over communicate, which I think is the hardest thing to do when you're not necessarily in the same space.
1: This episode of One Step Better is brought to you by Works. A team of payroll and HR experts who help businesses with outsourced HR, payroll, and human capital management solutions. Works is software and service, combining awesome people with the best technology to help you and your team get one step better every day. Check out our website, Works.com, to explore more employer resources. As you've had remote people or hybrid people come on board, have you had to change how you communicate to them or how you, Oh yeah.
0: You know what that looks like? Yeah. I think um, you, you got to be real intentional. First of all, we talk about anytime we're meeting with somebody in the office, it's, we're going to do it face to face with the live zoom meeting. That's number one has to happen. Um, That's for people that are coming to the office or employees. Employees. I mean, I really want the idea that we're going to see your video face-to-face with somebody that we're talking to on it, that's not in the physical location. You can't see enough through email. You can't see enough through phone to see tone, to see reactions, to interact in a way that is truly like you're there. So our first step is we have to have video, you know, video one-on-ones, video meetings, you know, pop-ins. I mean, like if we're going to just do a phone call, we're going to do a Zoom meeting even internally. That's number one in our world. It, it at least creates a, the first level of barrier, I think. Uh, the second one is making sure that we are communicating in a similar way, make sure we're intentional about who is involved in the messaging that goes to everybody. Um, Slack has helped that. Um, our pro- our production management software counts has helped that. Zendesk helped that. All those tools that we use to help communication kind of be more organized.
1: Do you still do, like, because I, I know that, that previously you would do all kinds of fun events mm-hmm. um, with everybody. That's easy to do when you're all based here in Memphis. So what does that look like for getting the team together and still having those times to celebrate where you actually get to see face-to-face with people?
0: Yep. I, well, it starts with we have intentional... We know there's an extra cost involved in a remote, and that extra cost is traveling people into our town or wherever to have purpose for us all to get together. Um, and so we have, you know, re- basically at least a quarterly scored, scheduled event of some kind, fun event... And this quarter, you know, coming up is we have our um, bowling tournament. This summer we'll do a uh, – uh, we did a, basically a, our internal conference. We'll do a Christmas party. We do um, – hol- you know, we all dressed up. I love to see the people dressing up from their own houses by themselves with their – Halloween costumes <laughs> on, sitting in their own office. I would love to see the video of them day sitting all day in their Batman costume. Do you think they actually wear their costume all day? No, I don't think they do, but I think it'd be awesome <laughs> if they did. Uh, but I don't think they do that. But I think that's some part of it is it, we're going to celebrate as a team, our daily huddle. We've talked about that in podcasts before, which is the daily huddle is super important because we all connect every day. And it's very interesting. People have worked with us for five, six months before they actually come to town, particularly the pandemic, you know, as things going on. It's like we know them, but we've never physically seen them. Like, oh, wait, you're a lot taller than I thought of, or like you're a lot shorter than I offer, or whatever. Um, And that part's been interesting uh, doing that. We've had to onboard onboard people uh, that have started with us from a remote standpoint or from a uh, hybrid standpoint. Um, I love that it opens up uh, our hiring pool to all over the world. Um, We can hire the best people wherever they may be. Ideally, I still want more people in. My local town, because that's my own self-purpose, but the route is I love, if they're good people and they're remote, I don't have a problem with
1: that. You still have a a need to have a physical body in a location yes. in order to get work done, in certain tasks anyway. Certainly, yeah, we, we have in this physical
0: place. movement of paper checks to have to go to people's hands. We have couriers and FedEx. We could do that from a centralized location anywhere in the world. The majority of our clients are in our area here. You know, we'd say probably 60, 70% of our clients are in the Memphis area. It makes sense. But also, I, you know, I still believe there's a lot of value to being in the physical space. It
1: sounds like you don't really treat your remote or hybrid employees any different than just in-person Memphis-based
0: people. My goal is to not, you know, I I feel like we do a good job of having check-ins with our remote team, just like we do having check-ins with our local team. Or we expect our um remote or flex time people to be available during certain times of the day. we have very structured on when they need to have accessible to their phone. If they're not in their office, we want them to transfer their phone over to their personal. We're not working a part-time flex schedule. We're working a full-time flex schedule, which means I expect you to be working during our office hours, even no matter where in the world you may be.
1: Have you, um, have you ran into the, like the time zone issues where, you know, we're here central time, but we got, we semi- maybe Pacific have, we have, or- we
0: had we have a person that's been in the Pacific zone. We have Eastern time uh, zone. There's a little bit of that when they want to start, when they want to finish, when their school hours, we have a core, I kind of call it a core hours or, you know, in, in our world, probably that's the that. 930 to 330, four o'clock central. Everybody is basically available. There's some people that come a little bit before that and a lot of people come after. That's no different though than when we had a physical office with people that say, I'd like to come in at seven and leave at four, you have a problem with that. No, I don't. If you want to come in at ten and leave it at two I we'll have a problem. Yeah. But if you want to come in at nine thirty, <laughs> like leave that at six thirty. Yeah, I know.
1: I was thinking about starting, you know, maybe to come in at eleven, leave at one, somewhere around there. Eleven thirty, you know.
0: Have lunch, leave. Yeah, I like that schedule. It's yeah. a good
1: schedule. It's gonna work yeah. out well for me. That's fine. Um, how do you you, know, you mentioned that you're gonna have a bowling tournament here coming up. How do you think you're gonna do?
0: I'm terrible. Yeah. I'm you're not be- you're not planning I'm to win. Better the f- Second game than the first game. I'm always playing to win. <laughs> I just have realistic expectations that I suck.
1: You got to get your name on the trophy.
0: I've never had Mandy won one year, and I think I accidentally told somebody else that she won. Uh, somebody else won, and her name's not on the trophy, but I think she actually won. Matt, I don't
1: think you heard me. This is the Patrick Accounting Trophy. You can, can put your it. name I on can the break trophy. It I, you
0: know, I'm, I'm, I do things the right way, man. I don't they think, got you know. You can go to, to the scores
1: one. table and just click an edit button <laughs> and make your score whatever <laughs> you want. I'm not suggesting you. Should I can do also that, shoot but.
0: 58 and. When nobody's looking, you never yeah, know. Still you never know. Your mom should have taught you. You still do what's right when, you, when no one's looking, Mike.
1: <laughs> that's, the, that's what the, the definition of character is, what that's you're right. doing when no one's looking? Is yes. Is it? So now that you have experienced, uh, you know, I, what probably now four or five years, well, I guess really 13 years almost. You've had a remote employee for almost 13
0: years. Over 13 years, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, because I was thinking of Jen was first,
0: first one, oh, nine.
1: Oh, nine. Gracious, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but so you've been in doing this for a little bit. Obviously, COVID and the pandemic kind of sped some of those things up a little bit. Do you think, how, how do you think this looks? You know, what does this look like in five years, 10 years? Where do you think this is going, the whole hybrid movement?
0: <sighs> I think it is something you have to be intentional that you, A, want, you're willing to live with this as an option. You can be hard headed and you cannot have remote employees and you cannot have hybrid employees. You're also limiting yourself as far as a, the pool of talent, your ability to keep the best people. And honestly, people are be happier in my opinion, with the flexibility of work. Um, I think it's only going to get more pressure. Internet has connected us all over the world. So that means in a white collar or space like we are in, if I have computer and internet, I'm pretty much at work. I can be. Yeah. Um, you know everybody schedules now. I mean, we most families have both spouses working. You have active children. You have professionals that want to get the work done. They're okay of getting it done. Just they they would like some flexibility of when it gets done and maybe how, and eh, not necessarily more when than how. Um, I also am the same. I. 100% agreed that that's what I want. I want to be able to work. If I want to work from home today, I can. And if I want to work from home one day this week, I can. Or I can work home no days. I also, if I want to travel, I can travel for three weeks and still work. And I mean, that's just my mentality. I do think, though, that if I don't, if I'm not super intentional about it, though, my culture will suck the cohesiveness of my culture will suffer. I will still have a culture. Different. My culture will still be a culture, but it won't be as good as it can be if I'm not intentional about certain things. I think you're only going to be as good as the culture that you intend to have. If you're if if you not intentional, you're going to end up with a culture that happens. But no matter what, you have a culture, but it, it, may, it won't be what you really want it to be. Feeling like you're a part of something is super important, and that's what we're trying to build. I want to feel like we're a part of something special if I've, if you're isolated you don't you may not feel like you're I'm just I don't want it to be just a job.
1: Yeah. Uh, employees are looking for more than just a job. They're looking for more than just a paycheck, especially as maybe a younger generation starts to get into the workforce. They're trying to find purpose. And I think that's a good thing. They're trying mm-hmm. to find purpose in what they're doing. I don't want to just go punch a clock, get a paycheck and go live my life. I want to know that the time frame that I'm at work is making a difference and making an impact yeah. somehow somewhere some way and the ability to offer a schedule and a job that allows flexibility is important, but even more so than that, to have purpose and being able to tie that purpose back to what your organization is trying to do, that that really is building the culture of what we're trying to do
0: here. I 1000% want to wake up every day and have a reason to be alive and to do something that I really enjoy doing and working with people I enjoy working with. I want every person I'm working with to have those same goals and desires, I want to make sure that we are encouraging that a thousand percent every day.
1: And, and it doesn't matter if they're in the building no, or not in
0: the building. No. I I you know, our we are very fortunate. We have leaders that are working remote. We have a very uh, we have a, a, a staff that has a lot of flexibility to work when and how it makes sense. We obviously have some people as we are developing with our team that we want to put them in a place to be most successful, which we think is that the office early on as a way to learn about us more and to get to know our culture better, you still can do it remotely. It's just harder and you have to mm-hmm. be super intentional about it. If you're, if you're going to do it in that way, it absolutely can be done though. Um, I know that this is a pressure. A lot of our clients that are in, I'll say certain areas, obviously if you're a restaurant, this is not a, a something that really applies to you, but if you're in a white collar position, like a, um, uh, you know, think about it, a web designer or a graphic designer or an IT firm or a attorney, engineer, these people are all all white collar jobs are having the same problem of I want to get the best people I can and run the best office I can. And as always aren't geographically within 20 miles of my office. (laughs) So
1: it sounds like, you know, the the big piece here to to keep in mind is that every organization, regardless of how they do their work, and, and really even what it is, they're going to have a group of people that are creating a culture within that company. And as you bring on people who are not necessarily always physically next to other employees, it has the possibility to be a little bit different than if everybody was together. And it sounds like what you're saying here is your goal is to be extremely intentional about making sure that your employees that are not physically in the same building as everybody else feels just as part of what we're doing in their, in their role and in what, in their work and everything about their employment here to make sure that they're part of something.
0: I absolutely, I, I do not see them as any different than any other physically placed Memphis employee. I want them to feel like we are one team, no matter where they are. And so, you know, if we need to make it easier for them to feel like that, I'm absolutely going to do that. That's awesome. Well, Matt, to wrap up here, one of the questions I always
1: like to ask everybody is tell me something in your life. It's whether it's a tool, a tip, a trick, something that you have been uh, relying on here, maybe in the past year or so that's been super helpful into making you uh, as successful as you can be.
0: I would, um, this is to sounds super easy and cheesy. I think setting your tech world up in a way that makes it easier for you to operate i am fortunate enough to have an ipad and an iphone and all the tools to the office if i can't do it on my phone in an easy way it's not something i'm going to do so be it my email my notes client interaction if i can't do it on my phone
1: you're going all in on the mobile stuff
0: i want to work where i want to work when i want to work Within the palm of your hand. If I can't do it on my phone, it doesn't, it's, it's almost useless.
1: So you, you use your phone or tablet for just about anything? Uh, Everything. Yeah. That's cool. Thanks for listening to the One Step Better podcast. We really appreciate you taking time out of your day to listen to us. I really appreciate it if you would take some time to rate us five stars on your podcast player of choice. And make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you never miss out on another episode. Thanks and have a great day.